podcasting live from the 614 and the 858, the capital of the 17th state and America's finest city. This is another edition of the Robin Mob Show, a sports podcast with a little bit of attitude. And now your hosts, Rob Havner and Jeremy Lynch. Good evening and welcome to the Selection Sunday. What the hillbilly hell is wrong with the NCAA? Have they ruined the greatest sporting event in the history of sporting events edition of the Robin Mob Show? Coming to you angrily from the capital of the 614. I am merely Rob Havner, joined as always by fellow Capricorn golf aficionado, all-around good dude, and my eighth home slice on the West Coast, Mr. Jeremy Lynch. What's cracking, bro? March hate, brother. <laughs> oh, yeah. The knives are sharp. Yes. No, March Madness, love it. Um, I was joking with the West Coast EP this morning about how um, the song that we all associate with Christmas that you know sings about uh, the most wonderful time of the year was actually written in March. Um, right. And it was about, <laughs> about this time in March. So uh, she That's just walked away up. and grumbled to the cat and, you know, did her unusual thing as she prepares for my departure to parts east and uh, slightly north uh, for drinking and other adult uh, activities. <laughs> 702, he's coming. So I believe it's Buckminster from the one four. <laughs> yes. <All right. laughs> So, okay, wait, wait, before we get started into, you know, venomous things, <laughs> tell me about the smoker, brother. I was so jealous when I saw this online. <laughs> well, uh, the Midwest Coast EP bought me a smoker for my birthday, and we built it last week. And uh, I refer to it as the official meat smoker, uh, Midwest Coast meat smoker of the Robin Mop show. And uh, what Are we going to give the brand a plug? Come on. Uh Smoke Hollow, the okay. Smoke Hollow 30-inch electric. Strong. Um, if it's, you have to season it. We seasoned it last week. I seasoned it again yesterday, and we put a uh, pork roast in it uh, this evening. I did my own rubs, uh, and it, it, it turned out great. It just, I got to start it a little late, and um, then I had to put, you know, I used the original cooking liquid in with the wood chips, with my soaked wood chips with apple juice, and it burn off the apple juice to open it and pour water in the, in the water pan. And the temperature inside it, according to the, uh, the gauge on the front of the door, had dropped by like 35 degrees. So it, it slowed things down for a while. So um, I'll know next time <laughs> to uh, be prepared with backup water uh, and just leave it on the patio table. Um, I'm interested to try uh, wine at the cooking liquid because I think it'll burn slower, but uh, smells tremendous. In fact, I'm sitting here on the couch next to the uh, Midwest Coast EP and the official tiny dog, and it smells like barbecue here. <laughs> It, it, it smells like hickory wood chips and uh, and venom. Strong. <laughs> so, 
I, I would love to partake. I, actually, I will partake in the venom tonight, but I will love to partake in some of the official meat of the Robin Mob show. Um, well, here, here's the whatever thing. red, get, white, whatever kind of meat you like, brother. Well, I'm gonna, you know, it's gonna be fun to to kind of noodle with. Um, it's, I like it. There's, if there, if there's one thing, I wish I could see through the door. That would be, yeah. If you get one, I wish you could see through the door. That's that's really it. And I know we're going to need a second thermometer to put on the meat on the cooking grate that will tell you the precise temperature reading inside it. And then we're going to get a uh, a uh, probe thermometer that I'll thread through the vents. Yep. So to to you know to to manage uh, internal temperature of. Uh, the protein sources uh, that, that I'll be using. So we're, we're learning as we go. And uh, it was, it's fun. It's still cooling down. I got to actually, after we do the show, we're going to run out. And if it's, if it's cooled off all the way, I have to stick it in our garden shed. Uh, <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's, uh, it's. Well, if it's, you've uh, cooled down enough by the end of the show, then, you know, you'll be able to touch the, the smoker. The smoker will burn oh. off of you, but that's fine. <laughs> We'll get to that. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the times that I, I wish uh, uh, the Midwest Coast DP could, could hear what we were doing. Cause it's, she was, I was so mad. Okay, let's start with the selection show. Okay. Wait, 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 hold on. Before we do that, how are the ladies? Ladies are good. They, um, they are doing the tourist attractions with some people escaping winter uh, out from Ohio visiting uh, who have relatives about 30 miles from where we are here in the 858 greater 619 area um, <laughs> but um, it was a perfect you know we were meeting for lunch and then uh, I decided to drive separately so that I could get back for the Robin Mob show but um um, they're good. It, you know, beautiful weather. It's, you know, low 70s, high 80s. I'm sorry, low 70s, high 60s, um, which is actually a departure from what it has been. I don't want to, like, throw anybody, you know, into a tizzy, but um, it's been chilly for San Diego. Um, you know, it's been um, upper 30s at night, which uh, is is cold here. So, um, upper thirties is cold everywhere, but <laughs> for the most part, yeah, I mean, oh. it's, there's no precipitation and the, the, there are no clouds and that's how it gets into the thirties. Uh, if there are any clouds, it, it, you know, it doesn't get below 43, but, um, it's been nice. It was a nice early spring day here in, uh, parts West, but we may have some rain for my, uh, 37 through, uh, 54th holes in, in Vegas on Saturday. Uh, a chance, 40% chance or something like that. But we'll get to golf in the in the champagne round. Um, we'll pop a clip that way. Exactly. Uh, this is March Madness, so. The bracket spectacular, right. as it were. <laughs> Indeed. Well, uh, I'm, my wife's got the iHeartRadio Awards uh, on the TV here in the family room. And uh, no chance the rapper's on screen and Pharrell's on stage. And because Pharrell's on stage, this joke will be funny because I'm unhappy. Um, 
with what has happened to uh, the selection show. Um, this whole, first of all, if you watched it, uh, if you're listening to the Rob Mop show, mention half. Um, the video and the audio, the audio is three to five seconds ahead of the video um, as the show started and it eventually got corrected. Um, and announcing the teams alphabetically, first the AQs, and then the, the at-larges in alphabetical order, that's garbage. What, what was the purpose of this, by the way? I have no earthly idea. Because people were complaining uh, that, you know, they didn't want to wait to see, to find out who got in. That's right. part of the deal. I don't give a damn if Joe Schmo in Minneapolis didn't want to wait. That This is Selection Sunday. Well, did it have anything to do with, and this is a conspiracy theory, but did it have anything to do with last year brackets being leaked ahead of the announcement? And so, you know, all of Twitter was a buzz last year with everything that everybody already knew by the time we got to the last bracket or second or third and fourth brackets? I think so. Okay. I I think that had a lot to do with it. Um, You know, we understand that the CBS and, and Turner people they want to protect it like it's state secrets, but everybody knows as soon as they announce a bracket, ESPN screenshots it, their graphics department does it and puts it up, and it's already running on the crawl when Dickie V's slobbering on the seating. Um, and then, of course, we have the uh, uh, it's a live studio audience. You're not taping a fucking sitcom. You're unveiling the bracket. <laughs> Our first expletive of the Robin Mob show, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I mean, what the hell was that? And then, you know, you had people cheering. You had people booing when certain teams were unveiled. Well, okay, and I first mean, of all, first of all, you don't – why is everybody represented? Why are their shirts, like, just passed out? Here, wear a Georgia State shirt. Here, wear this, wear that. I mean, that was so staged and, and fraudulent, it made me want to vomit. Real or fronting, really fronting home. Now, the only good um, thing about this, the live studio audience was them continually showing the Mercer Lehigh Duke blast <laughs> with the scores on the on the white right. the, the poster. Uh, I want that to be in the next Robin Wamp show. Sure, it'll just say Duke basketball with an underline, and then it'll just say Mercer Lehigh. <laughs> and maybe Iona this year. Right. Dude, this guy used to, apparently there's a guy that used to be Eminem is now on my TV. Um, and then now let's get to the, the salient point with this thing. Um, I don't mind that they bring in a different analyst when they do each bracket. I think it's kind of cool. You know, you had uh, Greg Gumbel and he had Clark Kellogg for one, and then Ernie had, had Kenny, and then uh, Gumbel had Chuck, and then Gumbel had uh, Seth Davis. That was kind of cool, mm-hmm. but the rest of it sucked. Um, and and as we get into the brackets, I'm going to take the two A to task for being the most corrupt 501c organization this side of 501c organization. One billion. They had revenue. One billion. One billion dollars in revenues, and you can't you can't provide a stipend for student athletes across the board. Let's start with that. Um, let's talk about hypocrisy of turning the other way on shoe company money until the FBI gets involved. And let's talk about this. This is the sixth year in a row, Jay, that the SWAC champ and the MEAC champ, I think, or 
two champs from HBC conferences have been sentenced to the University of Dayton as, as AQs, which is bullshit. You're not going to send the Pac-12 champ to a play-in game at historic UD Arena. And I'm kind of getting tired of it because it's, it's, it's corporate racism there. Wow. It's, it's, what kind of fucking shit is this? If this is your marquee event and the teams that make the field, let them play on Thursday and Friday and stop bullshitting. If they're, it's not the first four. It's the goddamn play-in. And if those eight teams weren't good enough to get in the big fucking bracket, leave them at home. He's Rob Havner. I'm Jeremy Lynch. You're listening to the Robin Mob Show, Bracket Spectacular. Uh, we are getting some things off of our chest before we talk about what happened, what will happen in the court uh, starting Tuesday. Um, I don't disagree with anything that you just said. Um, but when the tournament, I mean, let's not kid ourselves. When the tournament went to 68 from 65, I believe, was the first one. That when they expanded from 64 to 65, there was just one extra playing game, right? Right. And then they expanded to 68. This was all a way to get more crappy major conference, if you want to even call that or use that term anymore, teams into the bracket who don't deserve it. I mean, any of the bubble teams that we were talking about prior to today, and even the ones who didn't get left in, or how did Arizona State get in, or how did, you know, I don't want to reveal any of the brackets before we talk about it, but, well, I just did, but the... (laughs) um, Arizona State is not the most egregious. No, You know who the most egregious is. Oh, I know. I understand. The little X. And it's not okay. Uh, Oh, it's not. just, just, Just so you know, it's not okay that they got in. No. I don't give a damn if they... It's not okay at all. They went 4-11 and 11 in their last 15 games. 4-11. and 11. I mean, that's, 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 that's half your season. And they have, they have as many road wins as you and I do this year. Right. Since the calendar turns to 2018, they have not won away from the Lloyd Noble Center. And they got in. And this was all just a, a, some kind of a... You know, hey, we love Trey Young, and he's good for ratings. I mean, we can get into conspiracy after, you know, we come back uh, into the champagne room. But there is no way. I mean, they're ruining the pureness, if if there even was such a thing. I mean, I know March Madness isn't pure, but you just get in. Not where you're going to watch in the first few days. (laughs) What? No. Um, uh, That's a pure city right there. Pure death um if if you're gonna let the garbage teams from power leagues in then why don't we just stop having the tournament and then we'll just bring back the bcs and we'll do it for basketball and we'll just let a committee full of morons pick four teams and we'll just have a three weekend party and they can get ready for three weeks and then they'll play the three games and then we can go on with our lives i'm down with that brother i mean why don't we just go to 128 let half the teams in the in the country in. Well, it's not the NBA playoffs or the NHL playoffs, so we don't really need to do that. <laughs> um, no, but it's only one more game. <laughs> it's, 
It's true. I mean, just have home games on Tuesday, and then we'll start on Thursday. Well, and it's like this. You, it's interesting you mentioned that that for the major championships in both men's and women's tennis, it's a 128 player draw. It is. You have to win seven matches to win to win a major championship. So, I, I think it'd, it'd be kind of cool, but I, I just there are not 128 teams worthy of inclusion. Um, no, they're not. It would be terrible basketball for the, you know. I mean, the only reason that you have any good basketball on Tuesday and Wednesday is because it's, well, occasionally you get good games. Occasionally they're garbage. But we've had, we've seen in the past, you go from first four to the, the final, final four. So it's yeah, not like, it. it's not like, exactly. And it's not like these teams can't play basketball. This is that that's that's not the discussion. That's not the argument. Obviously, they did something right some part of the season to get them in. This is a question of do they deserve to have the opportunity to play? Based on their right. full and body of work that we kept hearing about again. Right. I'm tired of that. It's it's like we heard the same thing on selection Sunday for the college football playoffs. Last year, Nick Saban Oh, you have to win. You should have to win your league champion to get in. And then when that talking point didn't work for him, he went straight. Oh, you need your whole your total body of work. Uh, if you look at us every week, da 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 da. And you know, I said, and you and I made this joke on on a show uh, last year uh, after what happened to Ohio State, not winning the Big Ten and getting into the the college football playoffs. You were absolutely going to have to win your league to get into the playoffs this season, and that didn't happen. So this year, it's I don't understand. Maybe I'm wrong that to think that you should be able to play basketball to get into this tournament. But it's not. Maybe it's it's systematic of everybody gets a trophy society. Um, I don't know, but it sucks. So before we take, take a, before we before we take a quick break, I want to get one thing off my chest, and it's about Please. sweaty sweaty Miller. <laughs> we we all know we you know back in the day we used to have a headline section and we would go through you know basically the Robin Mob Show version of of Deadspin where we would spin headlines and give you our take all wrapped into one. Breaking news: We all know why Sean Miller sweats through 17 shirts a game. And it's because the feds have him on wiretap, and yet somehow he had the audacity to be counseled by legal that we're going to just spin this, that you have never done anything wrong, knowingly, um, that had anything to do with paying a player, talking about paying a player, blah, blah, blah. The fact that three players from said Arizona team declared for the draft prior or a week after Sean Miller was cleared by his administration to continue coaching speaks volumes. And I feel like it's, if that's not an admission of something bad coming down the pike, I don't know what is. And I'll leave it at that. This, this, like you said, it's just the tip of the ice iceberg here. So let's, let's see what we got. Exactly. All right, so he's Rob Havner. I'm Jeremy Lynch. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to hit the brackets. Um, it's the Robin Mob Show, Bracket Spectacular. Stick and stay, everybody. 
His former landlord uses him as a reference. He once let a snake bite him just to prove that laughter is the best medicine. Bikers walk their motorcycles past his home. His bravado can be seen from space. When he gets an idea, more than one light bulb goes off. He's made diamonds using peer pressure alone. His point of view is panoramic. He is the most interesting man in the world. I don't always drink beer, but when I do, I prefer Dos Equis. Enjoy Dos Equis responsibly, imported by Cervezas Mexicanas, New York, New York. Stay thirsty, my friends. By coastal style, breathe deep, everybody. We can have a spectacular. Knock one back, everyone, and take a breath. <laughs> Adult beverages optional, but available. Um, <laughs> let's get into it, man. The number one overall seed, the Wahoo Was of the University of Virginia, your uh, regular and postseason ACC champion. Um, they will open play against the University of Maryland, Baltimore County. Um, the, the Retrievers, I, by the way. They will be retrieving an L and their commemorative watches on the way out the door. Your PlayStation yeah. gift bag and your return flight all in one day. <laughs> mm-hmm, that's right. Uh, they'll get the winner of the 8-9, which in that spot is Creighton and K-State. Who you got? Um... I'm not, you know, everybody talked about the the little X being best top to bottom, which I can't really disagree with this year, but I thought they were getting way too much credit at the bottom. Uh, I felt it was like a weak top to make the bottom and middle look as good, as just as good or better. I'm going to go with Creighton in that game. So am I. I like the Blue Jays as well. Uh, Kentucky, the five – with Davidson as that 12. Davidson got hot, and they were playing the best in the A-10 at the end, but Kentucky is playing their best basketball and is playing more like a Kentucky team. Uh, I don't think that's one of the 5-12 upsets. I, I do have at least one. So <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to advance the in the Wildcat bracket, actually. If you look at this, <laughs> Kansas State. Kentucky, Davidson, Arizona. Uh, we got anybody else? Mm, no, I don't think so. Uh, but yeah, uh, well, we got the we got the Bearcats, so we got a bunch of cats in this in this division or this bracket. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, Arizona and Buffalo. <laughs> um. Well, let's see. Arizona's got three paid players at least, so I'm gonna take. I'll take them over the the amateurs. Bear down. Uh, the U against Loyola Chicago. Um, I actually love. Uh, is it the Ramblers? Yes. Um, they won at Florida this year, twenty-eight and five. 
their offensive efficiency is uh, really good, and they play really good defense, especially at the line. Um, Miami, obviously, they won at Carolina. Um, Thanks for that, by the way. <laughs> they uh, <laughs> ended up as a three seed in the ACC tournament, so they, they had some success this year. But I'm gonna, I'm this is gonna be my first. Uh, my double-digit seed. I'm, I'm, my dad was talking to me over the, on Saturday, and he said, or yesterday, he said, "Who do you like sleepers?" This is actually before, you know, way before the brackets come out. And I said, "I like Loyola. I like South Dakota State, and um, well, one of the other teams didn't get in because I think I didn't know the Middle Tennessee score. I liked Middle Tennessee, but uh, they are not. They are in the stink tournament." Um, you know, you can't spell that without you NIT. Can't spell without NIT. <laughs> I, I swear you can buy that on a T-shirt. Somewhere. You can actually. One of the guys I'm going to Vegas with uh, bought it for another guy in our group. One of those shirts, and he's gonna he's gonna sport that in Vegas this year. It's awesome. I I, I presume you're wearing the taco shirt again. Uh, I actually have. Well, because three guys in our group are. Um, Wearing Robin Mob Show shirts, um, <laughs> I'm probably gonna go. So I got a couple shirts. I got one that's a St. Patrick's Day homage uh, and a Bud Light. It's got it's got an Ohio State logo and a leprechaun and a, a mug of beer, and then it says Dilly Dilly on it. Um, it's it's pretty sweet. So I'm gonna wear that one day. And then I got this other one. It says it's got this old pro insignia on the front, like. I'm an old pro at the entertainment purposes only thing. And then on the back, it says, good coaches win, great coaches cover. <laughs> See, that is funny. Yeah, so that, that's what I'm going with. Uh, yeah, the, the executive EP from the West um, frowns on the, the taco shirt. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite good, though. It is. As it's it, tasty. As is the, uh, the square root shirt, too. Yeah. <laughs> Although one of the other guys is wearing the You, Me, Me shirt, too, the Bracketology. So, yeah, the Bracketology uh, shirt. That's great. That's strong. But uh, I'm going to go with Loyola <laughs> over Miami. Okay. Uh, I, you can take the Canes. I that's go fine. With the, I'm taking the U there, I think. Yeah. Uh, Tennessee and uh, Horizon League champ Wright State. South, uh, Southwest Ohio was well represented um, this year with Xavier, Cincinnati, and uh, Wright State. Um, but Tennessee has looked pretty good in a, in what I think is an overrated SEC group. But um, I think Tennessee is going to have too much. They they've played pretty consistently and and have grown men, as I like to say. <laughs> grown men, grown men. Uh, I'm I I'm leaning towards Tennessee, but it uh, I may actually, in all honesty, take Wright State. Wow. Uh, I've, I've been to, I saw Sting at the Metter Center, so I may take right to Sting. Okay. Um, well, who's next? Is that uh, Nevada and Texas? That's correct. Uh, Nevada was down by 34 to the Aztecs uh, yesterday, no, Friday. Um, never, never seen anything quite like it because Nevada blew out the Aztecs couple weeks ago and then since then the Aztecs went on a nine game winning streak beat Nevada in the meantime in the regular season and then beat them again 
Uh, was they were up thirty at half, thirty four at one point in the first half. Um, but Nevada can score. They got a bunch of transfers from Power Fives. Uh, they got one from Iowa State and one from. Shoot, I can't remember the other team, but they got they got power five transfers. They can shoot the three. Um, Texas, if they don't come to play offensively, Nevada is going to win that game. So I'm going to take I'm going to go Mountain West strong just to represent this side of the Mississippi. Um, and I am a Homer uh, Mountain West alum. <laughs> <laughs> Homer Mountain West alum. And finally, Georgia State and UC. Uh, I don't think it's going to be like uh, a couple years ago when Georgia State uh, shocked the world. Was that a two fifteen game also? I think so. Might have th- been three fourteen. Okay, but um, I like Cincy. Uh, you're thirty and four. You played. I mean, I know the American was top heavy, um, but. I question Cincinnati's offensive consistency a little bit, but that'll be between me and the big board and which side I go on the number. Um, <laughs> the, 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 the question of who's going to win, I'm, I'm going Bearcats. <laughs> Bearcats money As, line. <laughs> <laughs> I could tie that to uh, Carolina laying the 12. Uh, so that sets up for you at the top of this uh, UVA and Creighton. Uh, I like the Wahoos. Um, there's no coach's son anymore, Creighton. So uh, we'll go. We'll go UVA. <laughs> no Dougie McBuckets to say. No one. buckets. <laughs> uh, in a rematch of the 1997 title game, Arizona and UK. Yeah, this is a tough one for me because you have ten players on Kentucky getting paid, and then you have three at least at Arizona. <laughs> But I think the three that are getting paid for Arizona in the in the pro game that is happening in Boise on the on the on that Sunday uh, or Saturday actually, um, I will take the paid Wildcats. No, I get, they're both Wildcats. So I'm going to take Arizona in that game. Okay, Loyola and Tennessee for you. Loyola Tennessee. I think. Hmm. Uh, I'll ride them. I'll ride Loyola to the Sweet 16. That'll be my little bracket buster. (laughs) I mean, my dad asked me, and I said point blank. I said Loyola right off the bat. So I like what they bring to the table. All right. And on the bottom, we've got Nevada and Cincinnati. Uh, We'll go go Bearcats. All right. So that set us up in a a sweet – they're an elite – how about Sweet 16, Rob? Uh, <laughs> UVA, UVA against Arizona? Mm. Slow it down. Tony Bennett, run offense, a bunch of dudes that can't get paid at Arizona or Kentucky against guys that suddenly trans- or re-signed with another team like Arizona and they lived in the Bahamas. And he's the number one pick in the draft, probably. Hmm. I haven't trusted UVA's offense much this year, but their defense is just so stout. They just find a way to get enough points and shut you down. And, you know, I don't think 
the NCAA really wants Arizona to advance that far. <laughs> um, so I think there'll be a little call down to the zebras, you know, swallow it or blow it more than you need to. I'll go with Virginia. <laughs> <laughs> and Loyola and UK. Uh, yeah, I'll go with uh, I'll go with Cincy. We'll go. We'll set up a Cincy Virginia Elite Eight. Yeah, that, that's tasty morsel. Yeah. <laughs> mm, if Cronin's going to get to the four, yeah, this is the year. Um, Virginia, man. They're just so consistent, but uh, let's see. Do I go chalk? Um, I'll take a flyer. We'll go. We'll go. Southeast Ohio strong. Sorry, southwest Ohio. Southwest. Everything for me is east. <laughs> <laughs> right. Next state, the closest state to the west for me is Hawaii. Enjoy and stuff. <laughs> so I got Cincy coming out of the south. Uh, I do not disagree. Uh, I just I cannot bring myself to take paint dry to the final four. I'm just not doing it. Uh, yeah, I, I, I agree. It's somebody other than that. that's all i got it has nothing to do with the fact that they that they beat carolina twice uh both both meetings um i was sitting with the midwest coast vp watching the game last night she goes you think carolina can win i said hell no uh i'll take it if they do but they probably can't uh i just don't want to get whooped and uh i said you know if they play well and lose by seven i'll be fine they lost by eight. They had stretches where they looked pretty good. And she goes, I looked up at her and I said, hey, look, it's seven. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so we had some fun with that. Uh, so we have one team to the final four. We'll take our next timeout and we'll come back. And uh, I will rename the show for you out of the next break. Mm. And uh, <laughs> we will get to the West bracket. Love we're the that. Number one, we're the number one seed is from the state of Ohio. X is up next. You're listening to Lynch and Half. It's the Robin Mob Show. Bracket Spectacular. Buy a shirt. <laughs> Diet and exercise are never easy. Then again... Neither is dying. Sadly, type 2 diabetes, heart disease, and stroke kill nearly a million people a year. Most of these deaths could be prevented. Please, talk to your doctor about your risk for diabetes and heart disease. And if your doctor recommends lifestyle changes or medication, listen. The reason so many die is because not enough are willing to change. You can stop it, starting right now. It's your life. Listen to your doctor. Eat better. Get moving. 
You're listening to the Robin Mob Show. Welcome back. I'm Jeremy Lynch. He's Rob Havner. We had a little KD blast in the break that got us uh, acting a fool. <laughs> KD. <Welcome back> <laughs> It's like uh, it was a question mark and a, and a uh, revelation all at one. <laughs> Welcome back to the committees and the entire Division One men's basketball selection committee is effing fired edition of the Robin Mob Show. Mm. Um, and we'll get to why as we continue on. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go to the West, the Wild Wild West. Uh, number one seed Xavier gets the sixteen between North Carolina Central and. Uh, Texas Southern. Mike Davis and, and Texas Southern. This is a great stat. Texas Southern became the first team ever to start the season 0-13 and, and get into the tournament. Hey, now. <laughs> hey, now. <laughs> and your reward is Dayton. <laughs> well, you can get some uh, Skyline Chili in Dayton on your way to maybe getting this Mud hole stomping in Nashville, Tennessee, where you can get some good hot chicken. Uh, mm, I'm I, hungry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I presume you're going to take X at least to the first one. <laughs> For the first one, yes, I will take. I will take X. The I, I do. Right. I do have a question mark about a one sixteen game, but it's not in this bracket. Oh, uh, okay. Well, that eliminates. You're talking about Kansas and Pennsylvania. We get right the now. six, baby. We get the six. Um, <laughs> weak. Um, Missouri and Florida State. Everybody's talking. Is it Porter Jr. who came back for them? Yeah. I, 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 okay, first of all, I was stunned that Missouri got in. Okay, that's, that's how much off the radar I've been with Missouri. Um, Not the worst team in the field, bro. No, 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 no. I didn't mean that. Um, but they're an eight. So not only did they get in, they're favored or they're higher right. seeded, right? And they they right. got this guy who everybody thinks is, you know, all the analysts talk about Porter Jr., Porter Jr., Porter Jr. It's like, hold on. He played four minutes as a freshman and hurt himself. And you guys all think because of what? AEU performances and... The, all the guys that got Sean Miller all sweaty, that he was going to make Missouri like this unbelievable team. He came back and took some crazy number of shots in his first game to score 12 points. It's like, and that's why I'm betting on the Big Ten to not get to 15 first. But anyway, um, <laughs> that's for entertainment purposes only. Ladies and gentlemen, but uh, I'll give you my cell phone. You can just email the show at admin at robinmobshow.com, and I can, uh, we can, can talk about things before we go to Vegas, before Thursday morning at 9, East Coast time. Um, uh, who you got, more importantly? I'll take um, – wow, I don't know, man. I'll take Missouri, I guess. I don't – Florida State, I mean, are they are they the Florida State that we kind of grew up understanding that, you know, could get in and shock the world and, you know, make make a second weekend? Or is it the Florida State that, you know, shouldn't even be in it's, the tournament? It, it's the same team they've had the last 10 years. It's a team that has guys that can ball, and it's the uh, – But it's guys that can – that are physically no, gifted it, but can't shoot. It's – Here's what they were this year. 
if you had a tough Saturday game, league game in the ACC, and you had a Monday or Tuesday game at the Leon County Memorial Coliseum, because, yes, that's what it's called, and, yes, because I know, you were probably going to get your ass kicked. I watched it happen to Carolina. They struggled, lost that home game to NC State. Um, conference championship weekend and then on the following Tuesday, three days later, they went into Florida State and Florida State took their lunch money um, and Florida State has made a habit over the years of taking uh, Duke's lunch money in that building. In fact, against Carolina and Duke at home the last, I think, 12 years, in those 20 games, they're like 13 and seven. So, Jeez. yeah. Okay. And that's with some, some decent teams and some not so decent teams. So, um, yeah. I'm going to take Florida State there because I'll take, I'll take athletes over anybody at, uh, at a bad SEC school. Um, Ohio State in a, who wins the, who do we get to screw this year? We could send them to the Pittsburgh pod, or we could send them to Boise <laughs> Flip and Idaho. Well, uh, that being said, I, you know, th- there was a chance that Ohio State, and I saw this on a bunch of, uh, you know, because I, I need to do, do research um, prior to uh, entertaining myself for several days. Um, <laughs> um, the bracket matrix had Ohio State going to San Diego, which, if it was a and it is a Friday Sunday uh, location, I would have been back in time to go to the second round if they won. But they also got you know matched up with South Dakota State. Uh, South Dakota State did get hammered at Kansas by thirty four, but they also won against Iowa by eight. Beat Buffalo, a tournament team, by fourteen. Buffalo. Uh, they won at Mississippi by two. Um. They lost to Wichita on the road by 10, but it was closer than that. They lost at Colorado, 112-103. They're not intimidated. Were they playing the Nuggets? Right. (laughs) Um, Well, Colorado lost to USD, whose um, coach, if you hadn't been paying attention, was arrested at the Oakland airport um, for allegedly feloniously ho-slapping. Um, slapping. So somebody in a hotel room that wasn't his uh, significant other. So, oh, extracurricular. Now slapping? he was not charged. The DA in Oakland probably has seen worse and decided not to charge him. And um, but the private um, university that is USD um, decided to part ways with said coach and. Um, but anyway, neither, neither here nor there. Colorado's not that good. Playing in the swim gym. Yep. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, now I will say this: they average a ton of points. They got a great player who I, I, you know, had a KD reference in the break that you know went up a couple octaves. But um, <laughs> South Dakota, the Jackrabbits, the 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 Jackrabbits average eighty-five a game. Ohio State does not average eighty-five a game. <laughs> <laughs> now they give up 74 which is 220th in the country right ohio state plays some pretty good defense 
Um, but at 85 a clip, I'm just wondering, will you know Tate stop playing football uh, on the hardwood long enough to score enough points with KBD and Wesson? And can they – do they have to put – because Baum, their best player for the South Dakota State – He's kind of a matchup nightmare, right? He's that tall, long stretch four that can shoot it, put it on the ground. Do they put KBD on him and then he gets tired and then can't perform on the offensive end? And then who do you go to? Are you going with his, you know, Andre Wesson? Are you, is Cam Williams going to show up? Um, who's the guy for Ohio State to get them over the hump on this game? I mean, this could be the first team to 90 wins um, if it's South Dakota State's way. Ohio State obviously wants to play in the 70s, if not lower, to win this game. It's in Boise. South Dakota's going to have a great crowd. Um, man, 5-12 every year. I think I'm taking the Jackrabbits. <laughs> Just saying. I mean, they, you know, Ohio State hasn't played much lately. A couple of games. I think, I think this is what, where that uh, bastardization of the Big Ten Tournament Hurt. They're the team that's going to hurt the most. Mm-hmm. All right, moving on. Last year's tournament runner-up, Gonzaga. And here's the other thing: okay. Ohio State getting screwed. Real quick, sorry, Gonzaga. If Ohio State wins against South Dakota State, they get the Zags, who beat them by a million earlier in the year in the PK80. So there's that. So you're, you're already discrediting UNC Greensboro. <laughs> Um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Ask an answer, counselor. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> I'll take Mark Houston. Few. Thank you. Yes. Runner-ups. Houston against the suddenly blazing habanero hot Aztecs from San Diego State. And here's the, you know, here's the crazy part. I listen to all these analysts talk about Houston and the American and, oh, they got this and that and Kelvin Sampson. Hey, uh, are we that far removed from the show cause? (laughs) He's got bros. He's got bros. Come on, dude. I mean, and who are we talking about? An overrated Wichita and an under, you know, underwhelming offensive Cincinnati team that, that they hung with this year. All right, great, dude. Tell the guy who's really good on their team to, to put his hair out of a ponytail and see what it really looks like. Right, I'll take I'll take oh. all I'll take all the athletic, big handling freaks at San Diego State to lock down Houston, and we're moving on. Aztecs, fighting Marshall Fox strong. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that was just for you. Like that was ever um, in doubt. Thank you, me chicken against who's in it. Montana. I don't think Montana's yeah. recovered from uh, having Northern Colorado have the poster dunk of the year on them. So I'll I'll take oh. I'll take Tucson. Oh, oh. And for anybody that hasn't seen this dunk, Google Northern Colorado poster. <laughs> I I rewound it oh. to show it to the wife and salty my balls. Wife, <laughs> my lovely wife said, and I quote. Damn! <laughs> That's oh. the next T-shirt on the Rob Buffs. The wife says, "Damn." Yeah. D a y m n m m m. Damn. Texas A&M, who somehow got it, 
against DeFry is the Providence. <laughs> Providence played great, beating Xavier, taking Nova to OT, probably on a right. high. A&M got sextoned in the SEC tournament, oh. right? Buzzer beater. Um, oh. Who then went on to drop thirty-one on the the you know the show cause Tigers? Um, <laughs> I'll take Providence in this game. <laughs> okay, score one for Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> and, and then we don't have to talk about the, the, the next game. Yeah, the, the last game, defending champs uh, against right. Lipscomb, first time right. ever in. Right. Actually, you know, I may take. Is, I may take. I may lay the points. What do we know? What the spread is on that game yet? Not yet. I actually got a letter from Lipscomb <laughs> when it was Lips, David Lipscomb University. I got a please come to school here letter from them as a high school senior. I kid you not. Oh. Um, I also got a letter from UVA, so it goes both ways. Um, yes, Xavier. And Missouri for you at the top. Um, hold on one second. I'm looking up the uh, Lipscomb North Carolina spread. Yeah, it's minus nineteen opening. Yeah, uh, lay the, lay, I, I will lay the, the points. Or I, I'm sorry, I will take the points. I will take the points for sure. Right. No, no, no I'm going to lay the points. Nineteen. Th- that game's going to be a thirty-eight point route. Um, okay. Taking the sure. champs, taking the champs. Lipscomb, really? They're going to see Carolina on the front of the jersey and go, "Hi." <laughs> <laughs> Party on Franklin Street at least for one day. All right, so uh, we're back up to Villanova. No, we're back up to Xavier, Missouri for me. I'll take. <sighs> this is in Nashville. Yeah. I don't think I don't think Xavier goes out in the first round, first weekend. I think I think Mizzou and or Fresno or uh, Fresno. I'm sorry, um, Flo- <laughs> Florida State. <laughs> See Mountain West. I've been I've been watching too much of that. Um, I think Missouri and Florida State are are fraud are fraudulent. Um, uh, to the extent that they wouldn't be able to beat Xavier, I think Xavier loses uh, soon thereafter. But I'll take Xavier getting to the second weekend. Uh, here we go. The South Dakota State Jackrabbits against the Gonzagas. Mm. Lots of light-skinned slow twitch. <laughs> <laughs> I can say that, by the way. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, wow, that's a good one. That was awesome. <laughs> I will take, um, in the pigment bowl, I will take the, uh, I'll take the runners out from last year. I'll go Gonzaga to get to the sweet 16. As <laughs> uh, oh, here's a good one. Uh, Brian Dutcher. Yep, 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 exactly. New old. Um, re- guy who recruited the Fab Five for Fisher, 
Brian Dutcher has since taken over for Fisher in his first year at the at San Diego State. I think it would be fitting that the Aztecs roll into the Sweet 16 by showing the victors valiant that they're not the champions of the West. Okay. If you listen to the lyrics, they say champions of the West. Champions of the West, right. Yes. Uh, I was in a wedding where the wedding party was introduced <laughs> to the fanfare of of that particular song. Uh, and it was piped down as it got to well, where the chorus would be. So and, my <laughs> with an able by his mother-in-law. And, and anyway. there's nothing more than that's a personal game for me. Right. I mean, obviously, I'm not, I'm not taking T. I see you working. <laughs> I see you working. It's all personal this time of year, bro. Exactly. And, <laughs> and it could be a money thing. It could uh, be. Straight cash, homie. <laughs> <laughs> Straight to the window, homie. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pro- Providence and the champs. Um. Oh yeah, we'll go. We'll go. Mm, we'll go with the champs. I mean, I don't think Providence. Villanova and Xavier don't present the matchup problems for Providence that Carolina does, so I'll take Carolina. <laughs> it's all about it's all about matchups in these games, by the way. Right. So that sets up uh, the Sweet Sixteen matchup of Xavier, Xavier and the Zags, and I will take the Zags to beat Xavier and deny. Um, another Southwest Ohio team from getting to the four. Okay. That would be an all Cincinnati side too, if that were to happen. Wouldn't that be sick? Uh, that'd be awesome. <laughs> Can you imagine? Oh, and they hate each other anyway. Can you imagine for the, right. in, in the final four? Oh my Lord. The crosstown shootout goes national. Yeah. Uh, okay. Now here's where it's going to get interesting for me anyway, because I'm interested to see what you say here. <laughs> Uh, San Diego State and the Champs. Oh, the the San Diego State run would would come to an end. Um, I mean, Which I think they they, they got they got some players. Now, don't get me wrong, and I don't think you know they got Trey Callie's a senior. He just scored twenty eight. Um, you got uh, Malik Pope, who's been you know popping up on NBA mock draft boards for seemingly three years. He's finally a senior and he's a six eleven six eleven freak who can handle and post up and shoot the shoot the three and um he would propose a little bit of a nightmare for North Carolina at times, but I think North Carolina's just too deep. So that sets up an elite eight matchup of a championship game rematch for you. Gonzaga versus the University of We Just Won Last Year's Title. Yes, and I think the result is the same but worse. <laughs> Ooh, okay. I, I don't, don't think Gonzaga has the team that they had at the beginning of the year, let alone last season. And okay. I think because of that, um, I know that it, the first five minutes would look like, oh, we got revenge on our mind, but you know, Carolina would you know, stem the tide and everything would be fine. I'm glad you think so. <laughs> no, I, yeah, it, it just, as we were doing this, it just like, it opens itself up for that. So, uh, I think the committee gave Carolina a relatively easy one. Uh, I, 
because I think a game between Carolina and Xavier would be up and down, and uh, I think Carolina could win that and potentially set themselves up for a chance at a repeat. So I don't see anything wrong with that selection, and not just because I'm wearing Carolina blue underwear. Um, <laughs> take, take another timeout, and we'll get back to the East. And uh, as the Robin Mob Show bracket spectacular continues, he's Jeremy Lynch, I'm Rob Havner, and there's a little tiny dog sitting between my legs. That's Joey. He'll be back with us, too. You're listening to the Rob Mob. Think fast. In the short time it takes to listen to this message, a small flame can turn into a big fire. Several minutes more, and thick, poisonous smoke may have filled your lungs and reduced your ability to respond. Give it five, and your entire home may be filled with flames. Keep breathing. We've got you. Don't let your world go up in smoke. Have working smoke alarms and keep children three feet away from anything that gets hot. Learn more at usfa.fema.gov, because fire is everyone's fight. Welcome back to the Selection Sunday Silliness edition of the Rob Mob Show. See, it was alliterative, and I had to do it real slow, so I didn't mess it up. <laughs> Halfway home, boy. <laughs> Halfway home. <laughs> I'm telling you. Uh, along with the little dog, who is now currently licking his paws and my legs, uh, my lovely wife, the remote control, and the bracket, and Lynch. It's merely Rob Hammond. <laughs> merely. <laughs> I just uh, in the break I was telling Jeremy uh, it took two hours to find a printable copy of the bracket that was filled in because the first one I that I printed just came up with the bracket shell with no teams or anything in it so I printed it out and it's like in a three point font so I said so I'm going to have to reprint so I can actually read the damn thing <laughs> I got my glasses on I feel like my wife when she's got her contacts in because Tammy's got stigmatism and the contacts she has are basically, they're not working. So, so a three font is actually one twenty-fourth of an inch. So yeah, that would be pretty right. small. You would need, you would need glasses for that. I, right. I need to take my glasses off and put a magnifying glass between my eye and the lens to get it to work. Yeah. Or so, just get trifocals. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I can try to read this some bitch. Like, <laughs> <laughs> All right, the number one seed in the East is 2016 champion and sharp suit wearing Jay Wright's team Villanova, and they get the see this is where the font LIU Brooklyn and Radford. That's correct. Uh, they they will win. I, they will win that game. And, all they'll uh, do is win. We will move on. <laughs> <laughs> Cheese steaks for they they, oh they sent Villanova to Pittsburgh. That's fine. Right. Right. And Ohio State got Boise. It's fine. It's fine. Um, Virginia Tech and Ava Wisconsin and the Alabama Crimson Tide. <laughs> yeah, it's a tough one. I love this matchup. Um, you know, Alabama coming off a high. I think they ran out of gas against Kentucky in the SEC tournament. In the semis, uh, Virginia Tech has played – very well at times, uh, beat Puke, um, and obviously the ACC was deep. Um, and it's Buzz Williams down there now, I believe. Yeah. Um, you know, I think he's done a pretty good job, you know, doing things that, you know, Seth Greenberg couldn't do, 
Um, <laughs> you mean win basketball games? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's there. One guy's an analyst now, and not a good one. And then there's Seth Greenberg. No. Uh, I mean, uh, uh, Buzz Williams. No, Seth. No, Greenberg's fine. Actually, I like some of the stuff he says. Uh, he gives you a little bit of perspective, but doesn't take him himself too seriously. So, um, I'm fine with him at ESPN. Obviously, Virginia Tech administration wasn't fine with him uh, in Blacksburg, but um, he got this. He got the shaft. He was like the Bayheim of of college basketball prior to Syracuse being on the bubble perennially. Um, it is I was, isn't it weird that every year Syracuse is on the bubble? <laughs> you know how to not do that. Win, win more damn win, games. Win games, yeah. Um, but I'm going to take. I you know this is like a, a coin flip for me. So because Virginia Tech played in a better conference, I'm going to take Virginia Tech. All right then. I think I think I'm going to take. Uh, Avery Johnson, if for no other reason, you may get to hear from him in the postgame after a victim. Um, he's been on our show, actually. Yes, uh, several times. And he's, he's a wonderful, David, wonderful addition to the Robin Mob show. David Robinson told me that Rob Spade is the crispiest in the 6 1 force. Hide my own haircut. Uh, Virgi- Press Virginia. And the racers of Murray State. Moonshine versus bourbon. Can Murray State be the this year's Stephen F. Austin? That's the question. Can they all or can they eliminate unwatchable basketball from the tournament? <laughs> um I don't know, man. I think you know, Press Virginia actually has some scoring this year before it was just we have 12 guys and we count how many fouls and we figure we can just press the heck out of you until we only have six guys left um um murray states back in the tournament for the first time in three or four years um I think West Virginia, because of what happened with Stephen F. Austin, I think they move on. Huggy Bear. Who wanted the job here, actually. Uh, yeah, exactly. The, the Wheat Shockers of Wichita State <laughs> against the Thundering Herd. I heard Seth, speaking of Seth Greenberg, I heard him talking about how Marshall could be an upset pick. And, I, and it, you know, I was, it was joking with um, a guy who lives here that West Virginia and Marshall sh- should share a charter out here. <laughs> and then he said, well, isn't Marshall required to take a bus? <laughs> oh. I was like, that is so bad and so good all at the same time. <laughs> oh. That is hateful. Well, you know, that's the theme of the show this year, so we're good. That's why I added it in. Right. <laughs> I actually met a guy, uh, Reggie Oliver, was uh, on that Marshall football team. He was coaching at Eastmore Academy when I was still doing games on TV here. This is in the uh, before I met you era. Mm -hmm. Um, And he's royalty. He wasn't on the travel squad then. He was 
they treat him like God when he goes back down there. So. Oh yeah, because um, surviving member. Right. Um, uh, yeah, I'm gonna take the Shockers. <clears throat> There's, that's a great shirt, by the way. Yeah. Um. And their fall Gators. fingers that they have that match the shirt are really good too. Yeah. But. Right. Uh, Arlington High School uh, had to apologize for the football poster because those guys were making that hand gesture several years ago. Oh, for UA? Um, yeah. Wow. Love it. Yeah. They don't have to apologize. Florida. And, <laughs> right. Florida against St. Bonaventure UCLA winner. It's a hard one, man. Florida was really good at the beginning of the year and then really bad the rest of the year, or really hard to figure out at least. Uh, although, I mean, if it's St. Bonaventure, I might take the Bonnies, but if it's UCLA, you know, their JV squad is playing in the Lithuania now, so. Oh. Why are you hitting with JV squad? <laughs> well, he wasn't going to play, that's why. Um, right. <laughs> The ball, son. Um, I don't know. I'll take Florida, I guess. If you want to talk me out of it, that's fine, but I'll take Florida. Um, I got nothing. Last team to repeat as tournament champions, your Florida Gators. Uh, it was Texas Tech. How did Texas Tech get what is that, a three? That's correct. Texas Tech against Stephen F. Austin. That's right. Um, Texas Tech, I've been on their bandwagon all year. They have grown men on that team. I think they're really good. They're getting one of their player, best players back, although I think he's not going to be 100%. Um, but I'm still going to take the, the Raiders, the Red Raiders, over Stephen F. Austin. I think when you, they turn on the game tape from last year's tournament, they'll be like, oh, we should probably be ready. And it's, uh, you know, it's Texas Tech – Lubbock against Stephen F. Austin. Where are they? Were they near San Antonio? About Houston. Okay, but in Dallas, so right. it's neutral, a real neutral court. Although there'll be plenty <laughs> of support for both. I'll and take you Texas know this. Yeah. All right. Uh, Razorbacks against the Hinkle Field Houses. Um. Butler was not impressed with when I saw them earlier in the PK-80 against Ohio State, even though they came back and handed their old coach an L in overtime. Um, I just think Arkansas is going to have too many non-Gonzaga <laughs> South Dakota State players. So you're taking fast twists, what I'm, what I'm we'll, we'll, Yes, thank you. <laughs> Glossary term. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Cal State Fullerton against per who, per what, per where, per when, per why. Per can't. Um, no. The Titans are the the eighth team in eight years out of the Big West to qualify for the tournament. So they'll be wide-eyed, and I don't think many teams – out of the Big West could match up with Purdue's guards and or Isaac Hayes. Um, the Haas, guy who sorry, Isaac Haas. Staff, 
<laughs> Isaac Haas. <Hoss. laughs> um, I, I just think Purdue will have too much in this matchup. I'm not going to talk to you about the second round yet. <laughs> well, you can't. Good Lord. All right. So, per Y. That sets up Virginia Tech and Villanova. 16 champs. Suits for the win. Uh, West Virginia versus Wheat. Hmm. There's a tale of two two styles. Um, that's going to be who doesn't do what the other team wants them to do, um, which is turn it over or not turn it over. going to be a tough tough one um i'm going to stick with my gut i've not been sold on wichita this year and you know i just saw them lose to houston who i saw who i said will lose to san diego state so oh, we'll go with huggy bear that's fine huggy bear rolling yeah florida and texas tech i think you're taking texas tech here will be my guess that's correct because they have they have grown men, and <laughs> gonna, I'm going to guess that you're taking fast twitch over Purdue. That is also correct. <laughs> uh, last year's champs had to beat those. If you two, have man over six five that I can jump, run, and basically intimidate you, I like you. Sweet <laughs> 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 well, that goes this way. <laughs> uh, Villanova versus. The huggy bear. <laughs> wow, that's an interesting matchup. But uh, I will take um, designer expensive suits over velvet jumpsuit. Texas <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tech in Arkansas. Fast twitch versus fast. Grown men versus fast twitch. <laughs> mm. I'll take Texas Tech in this one, and uh, I'll Ooh. give that I'll give that coach a raise. <laughs> yeah, they're going to have to because somebody's going to poach him. Yeah. Uh, Villanova versus Texas Tech, and we have. We'll go. Uh, we'll go Jay Wright to the the Final Four. Wow, two trips to the Final Four in three years for Stylin Jay Wright. Three quarters of the way through, uh, I don't really have any problem with that. Uh, yeah, I'm going to agree with you on, there are a couple of things I'm going to have different, but in terms of the end of the end result, mm-hmm. I see that happening in my damn self. Uh, one last break, then we'll finish the bracket and maybe I can get the dog off my lap <laughs> and then we'll go, since it is Sunday, we will talk about Jesus. When we come back, a historic pick in the Robin Mob Show pick sure to go wrong. He's Rob Havner. I'm Jeremy Lynch. Week at the six, boys and girls. <laughs> I never get the flu. My kids don't need more shots. I don't have time. We're all healthy. My asthma's under control. I'm pregnant. I've had the flu. It's not a big deal. My kids are too old the for flu. The media is exaggerated. I can fight it naturally. No matter how you build your excuses, the flu can blow your house down. Keep your foundation strong. Vaccinate 
Learn more at flu.gov. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Six, five, four, three, two, one. It's the Robin Mob Show. That was a week six, by the way. Yeah, that was good. And for those of you wondering, I didn't laugh through the entire break. <laughs> <laughs> Just I mean, for two thirds of it. So if you took have laughing through the break, you lose. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we get to our final quadrant here. Well, during uh, the break, we were talking about one sixteen close calls, right? And there's the the Kansas Holy Cross game, the Georgetown Princeton game. There have been a couple that weren't as close in the final score, but were you know kind of nail biters. Um, but you know, my question is: Will there ever be a bad enough one and a good enough sixteen? And the answer is probably yes, but it doesn't have to be that way. It could be a system thing. Well, yeah, and Jeremy's uh, point was: It'll probably be a system thing, like. When you go back and you look at that Georgetown uh, Princeton game, uh, Princeton does a lot of the things that UVA does. They shorten the game. Last night uh, in the ACC championship game, uh, UVA got two or three offensive rebounds on one trip, and that's you know that's two minutes because they're going to use thirty seconds in the shot clock. And if you're down, say, seven, and you cut it to five, and you can't get it inside five because you can't get a rebound and you can't secure, you have the same problem. And that Princeton team had the ball and a chance to win as a 16. And I think uh, Morning got a block at the end to save that one. But that was also the tournament where Phil Henderson uh, climbed his chest in the Elite Eight, and crunched on him with both hands, and Big John Thompson took out Alonzo, and Duke went to the uh, Final Four and got waxed by uh, P.J. Carlson. Wow. So I didn't even remember some of these other ones. Like, we mentioned the 89 Georgetown game, and then we mentioned, uh, actually, it doesn't, let's see, does it say here? Maybe I was thinking of a different game, but maybe that was a two fifteen. But so here, here seven times it's happened where a one almost lost to a sixteen, and Oklahoma. Uh, I'm sorry, eighty five Michigan beat Far- uh, Fairly Dickinson fifty nine fifty five. They were down six at half. That was uh, a uh, Roy Tarpley. Because, you know, I, that was Roy Tarpley. Gary Grant, Antoine Jobert. Mm, strong. 89, 89 <laughs> Illinois beat McNeese State by six. Yeah, that's um, the team that went to the Final Four and lost to Michigan on the Sean uh, Higgins putback. And Oklahoma in 89 beat East Tennessee State by one. Mookie Blaylock. Baseline <laughs> drive with 121 remaining would give them the lead the, and the win. The Darren O'Shea Blaylock. East, East Tennessee State led by eight at half. Obviously the Georgetown-Princeton game. Michigan State in 90 went to OT with Murray State. 
That's a pretty good 16 seed, though. There's the one, right? Yeah. When you get Murray State or and somebody that, like that as a 16. That's the Michigan State team with uh, Steve Smith that loses to uh, Kenny Anderson, uh, Brian Oliver, and Dennis Scott. George on Tech. The, just a little after the horn. Oh, yes. Uh, Heave. Like a mi- millisecond uh, top of the key three. Yeah. And then uh, 96 Purdue beat Western Carolina. Are you noticing a Big Ten theme here? Purdue um, yeah. beat Western Carolina by two. Um, they had two chances in the final ten seconds and couldn't convert either and uh, survive in advance. Uh, Syracuse in 2012 won by seven with Fab Mello uh, against UNC Asheville. Uh, they got within three with the final one minute to go, but didn't get any closer because Syracuse made their free throws. And then Gonzaga in 2013 beat Southern by six. Was that the year Ohio State beat them in the second round? 2006? No, 13. Uh, maybe. <laughs> Overrated. Uh, Arizona in 14 beat Weber State by nine. Um, Weber State, who has a 14 seed in 1999, beat, wait for it, the University of North Carolina. Um, mm. So th- those are some interesting <laughs> 116s. But anyway, to the point, I was – Contemplating picking Penn over Kansas because, you know, Bill Self is my favorite whipping boy. Uh, does the least <laughs> with the most that I've ever seen. Um, and um, then I watched the Ivy League game today, Penn, Harvard, and just wasn't impressed enough with Penn to, to shock the world. So uh, we'll, we'll put that on the back burner and, you know, wait for another year. Uh, but and we'll take we'll take week of the six to move on uh, begrudgingly. <laughs> I'll take guys who hate Bill Self, but you tell me about it. Seton Hall and NC State. You know what? Kansas is an Adidas school. It's fine. They're done. Uh, Fed wiretaps will come out. There's probably four thousand of them. You know, he'll get his. Um, Seton Hall, NC State, the Braxton Beverly game. Um, for those of you in the one four, um, you know, your boy fights to get eligibility because he took one week of summer school classes after Mata got fired and gets his eligibility. And now Ohio State's a five and he's a nine. Uh, we'll take the hall. Thank you. <laughs> hall pass it is. Um, <laughs> Clemson, Tiger Paul against the Gauchos of New Mexico State. Yes, um, or the Aggies. we will take Aggies, yes. Uh, we will take without, is it Grantham? Uh, we'll take Clemson yeah. uh, for the win in the 5-12. I don't like New Mexico State uh, in this matchup because Clemson's pretty good with or without Grantham. I just don't think uh, the Aggies have the horses. Auburn and white barbecue sauce with Charles Barkley. Against the College of Charleston. Show cause versus Bobby Kremen's landing spot. Um, for those of you who want to date yourself. For, 
Bobby. That's us. That's us. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I know. I was just, you know, having the listeners join us in that. Um, take me back to <laughs> how old I am show. Um, <laughs> let's see. Show cause hasn't been playing very well lately. Um, kind of got smashed by Bama. Um, kind of tailed off since being considered for a one seed early in the season. Um, slipped all the way to a four. College of Charleston. I don't know. Mm. It's out here in San Diego. Cox or, or Viejas, or I guess it's Cox now. Um, I'll take show cause and then have them lose again in the second round. But I'll take show cause in the in the first round. All right. TCU and the Jamie Dixon against the Arkansas State or Arizona State Syracuse winner, excuse me. You know what's crazy about the Arizona State game? So Bobby Hurley's brother, Dan, coaches Rhode Island. Rhode Island's in the A ten right. And Rhode Island's in the A ten final against Davidson. Davidson beats Rhode Island, steals a bid, and pushes Hurley's brother Bobby closer to the abyss. And then they showed the reaction of Rhode Island reacting to Arizona State getting in and Bobby Hurley or Dan Hurley got so excited and like then put his head in his hand like thought he ruined it for his brother. I mean it was classic. It was classic. Uh it was a great moment that they they had on uh on the the selection show. But um, that being said, this is the toilet bowl. Um, although I will say Syracuse probably has a little bit more momentum than, more momentum than Arizona state who started the year 12 and zero, got to three in the country ranking wise was the darling of the, of college basketball. And then was a nine seed in the pac 12 tournament and lost in the first round to wait for it. Ralphie in basketball, oh. Ralphie who was who's been decent in in past years was not decent this year and somehow won more games in the Pac-12 than Arizona State and then beat them uh, in the tournament and for a team that was so good smashed San Diego State by 21 and that may have actually helped them get in that San Diego State you know went crazy at the end of the year but um I can't trust a team that Basically, just you know, it's free falling. Uh, Oklahoma, we're looking at you. So I'll just take Syracuse in this game. <laughs> and then in the Syracuse, in the Syracuse TCU game, I will take. Did the Horn Frogs get their point guard back? Who was that? Or is he out the year? I don't know. They had it's a point guard injury top. early in the year, and it's yeah, it is the purple, the purple frogs. Um. Shoot. I'll take TCU against those two teams. The Jamie Dixons. The Jamie Dixons. Exactly. <laughs> that was like a uh, seven second Michigan delay State to get to get back Bucknell. to the one now. I I think you're taking the witch. <laughs> yes, the um much maligned witch this year. Right. Days. <laughs> Miles Bridges. <laughs> 
Mm. Yahoo. Uh, Fed. Rhode Island. Just, right. just keywording. <laughs> uh, Rhode Island, Oklahoma. I'm going to take... Can you really go four and eleven and win a game in the two A? I mean, Trey Young. As long as Trey Young is on the on the floor, they got a chance. But Rhode Island's been solid, and I think they got more scoring than than Oklahoma. But I could just be against Oklahoma for getting in. Yeah, I'll go chalk. Take take. Okay, good. So I'll take I'll take URI as well. It's in Pittsburgh. It's a long trip. Rhode Island will have home court fans. Uh, and Trey Young will throw up 39 shots and miss half of them. And have two with Last one is Duke. Duke Iona. Duke so Iona. is this yeah. Duke Mercer or Duke Lehigh? No. <laughs> um. <laughs> Which team has okay. Marvin Bagley? <laughs> yeah, well. Seventh pick, the Los Angeles Clippers select Marvin Bagley. Uh, I'll take. I, I'll take butt trip. I, I presume you're taking the rat there. All right. So that sets up Kansas in the hall. You're taking the hall, aren't you? Yes, sir. <laughs> Out goes we, the one. We got to see. Clemson and Auburn, we saw this in football. Well, well real quick, going back. The, the problem with Kansas this year is they play small ball. I know they got one of their, their centers back, but if they continue to play small and rely on the three, they're going to run into something where they don't hit enough threes. And then week at the six is going to get that face he gets when he doesn't know what's happening and has no control over it. We've all seen it. Come on. And then the game's over and they lost. And he shakes hands. So uh, I'll go with the Hall. <clears throat> Clemson and show cause. Um, I will take Clemson just so that we don't have a ugly vacation of several NCAA tournament games. It'll only be a vacation of one win. Wow. By, uh, by the soon to be on probation Tigers. TCU and the witch. I'll take the witch. Uh, Rhode Island and Puke. Uh, I would love to take Rhode Island, but I'll take Bagley to lose to the Witch. <laughs> okay. So we'll go ahead and advance the Witch. <laughs> and the Witch will be facing... Clemson or the Hall, right? Right. So I'll take Clemson... Clemson, <laughs> Clemson to get to the Elite Eight and lose to the Witch who gets to the dance. Right. So that sets and up. And then he vacates four wins. No, I'm just kidding. Um, wow. So that sets, that up sets up Sparty Clemson, and I'll take I'll take the Witch to the four. And so okay. that's that is Villanova Witch. Mm-hmm. And Cincinnati. And Carolina. And Carolina. Wow. So what is that? A one? Let's see. It's a one, a two, a three. And a one. And a one. Okay. Well, that's not bad. Yeah. Um, so then in the south, 
Well, we'll we'll, we'll get to the predictions of the Final Four um, after the break when we get into the Champagne Edition. The All Champagne right. Review. What do you do? You have any disagreements in that in that Midwest bracket or no? I mean, obviously, you probably um, got to take Kansas a little further than I did, but I don't really see any. Uh, there was, there is no way in hell. I would rather. This is how much that I don't like the Rhode Island's opponent in their first round matchup. I would rather have to only be able to watch Mac football games for the rest of my life. Oh my god! Then pick. Wow. The Sooners. No, no, no. Let me let me rephrase. Only be able to watch uh, Ivy League football games for the rest of my life. So there you go. <laughs> then then pick the Rhode Island Oklahoma game. Yeah. Then pick the team that's playing Rhode Island. That. Oh, I see. Okay. This, there's no. So way. you're going Rhode Island, but are, would you take Rhode Island against Puke or no? I'm gonna have to see how Duke looks in that in that first round game because I could I wouldn't mind seeing them go home sooner because as I'm fond of saying, there are two great days during the tournament: the day that yes. your team cuts the nets down and the day that Duke goes home. And if those two days are yes, the same, those are the best two days ever. <laughs> oh, if for no other reason, whatever network that game, the Duke game's on when they leave the tournament, they show uh, the rat's wife and his daughters and his grandkids, <laughs> and the the best ones are the ones where like I don't know, this has been ten or fifteen years. I think it was his oldest daughter is at the game, and she's just rocking back and forth, and she's crying, she's weeping. And she's violently shaking because they're getting worked. And uh, the rat's wife, uh, Mickey, <laughs> is just sitting there. And it hurts, but, you know, she's been through this before. Um, <laughs> so the only t- I'll tell you the this. Only time before – go ahead. The only time I've ever seen Mickey Krzyzewski cry during a tournament game was when UNLV kicked the shit out of him in 1990. They show her and the girls in the yeah. crowd, and she just full tissue. Just she she couldn't believe they got worked, and it was glorious yeah. to watch. When that comes on classic sports, well, I shut it down. I shut it down. That was before wiretaps, so there's a reason that happened. But um, the my favorite, my one of my favorite moments in the tournament is even before now nowadays. It's even before that Duke goes home because a buddy of mine who just, he's a Maryland fan, born and raised, moved out to Cali in, I don't know what year, but Navy brat, um, was East coast. Then he was West coast, whatever hates Maryland or hates Duke. So (laughs) he loves the fact. Correct. But he gets, you know, 17 beers in and just starts yelling like Duke comes on or Duke's on the board or or maybe just no reason. He'll just start yelling out Mercer, <laughs> Mercer or or Lehigh, like as loud as he can in the sports book. And and a couple times he's gotten people to join in and it's become this like chant and it's just 
fantastic. It's it, it I lose it every time it happens because he is venomous against Krasuski. <laughs> Krasowicsk. <laughs> oh, it's so good. It's so good. Oh, Grown good men guy. betting <laughs> for and against, and they're all excited about the 1,100 to one shot that was Mercer <laughs> or Lehigh. That's, that's awesome. <laughs> all right. When <sighs> you come back, we will be in the VIP. It's champagne time. We'll make our final four selections, and then we'll talk about it's Sunday, so we'll talk about golf. Lynch and half, as you can say. Mm. Easter preview. <laughs> <laughs> the masquerade party he threw in 1987 is still taking place. He once won a dog show with a werewolf. Zombies have risen just to shake his hand. The only time he feels goosebumps is when he pets geese. Ghosts rearrange his furniture to be more aesthetically pleasing. He'll wear a mask, but he has nothing to hide. The raven quoth him. He is the most interesting man in the world. I don't always drink beer. But when I do, I prefer Dos Equis. Enjoy Dos Equis responsibly, imported by Cervezas Mexicanas, New York, New York. Stay thirsty, my friends. Um, mafia, I think mafia, the, only, by the, way. the only place that I would maybe make a change is if, if Wiretaps gets past <laughs> Dirty Cow, mm-hmm. I think I think uh, it would be fitting for Arizona to get to the Final Four in a year like this. Um, just because the committee has done such a horrific job with this, this seating situation. As, um, and full disclosure here, um, the Midwest Coast DP was uh, helping the official uh, graduating senior uh, of the Robin Mop show do a tax return today. And uh, they were in the living room and I was in the family room. And all they heard was uh, filth and flarm and flarm and filth while they were unveiling the teams that made the field. And, and it was so bad that my lovely patient, completely understanding beyond words, wife says to me, I'm not going to talk to you because this tournament thing has you so pissed off. I'm afraid that you're going to yell at me and it's going to be bad. <laughs> and, and it's, it's funny now, but um, it wasn't funny at the time. Um, so, yeah. Real and quick, I, I want to inter- inter- interject um, something that you and I texted each other the other night. I said Arizona and USC were playing for the Fed Cup tonight, <laughs> um, speaking of wiretaps. And I said the first one gets an indictment. <laughs> you said the winner gets the U. And I said, or maybe SMU. <laughs> <laughs> and I said strong. <laughs> you so. said strong. <laughs> speaking of you know, um, sweaty pits. Right. Um, I, I think I'd like to... I think my my feeling in the South is um, whoever wins the Kentucky Arizona game 
is going to play uh, against UC. So I, that team, I have that team's probably going to beat Virginia. Um, Virginia may want to, you know, slow it down. But if if you're Arizona, aren't you just throwing lobs to the number one overall pick and going dunk city until they make you stop? And then um, I just don't think. It, and again, a, a lot of people are going to listen to this and be like, "How do you defeat Virginia?" And that's not the case. They played. They played really well last well, night. Uh, speaking of it, him, it, how is he? <laughs> uh, who UVA? Yeah, uh, he won another title with the seventh graders. So, Did he? Okay, uh, good. Two titles in the last four years. In fact, the uh, player of the year at Grandview in their league was Luke Lachey, the sophomore younger brother of James Lachey Jr who you may know as Jim Lachey's son. I know him as the seventh grade kid who asked me with a straight face, Coach Rob, can I take my shoes off like Dennis Rodman? To which I said, did you get eight points and 17 rebounds? He said, no. I said, keep your damn shoe on. <laughs> um, I want to know what but, Cal and, and Sweat are going to talk about in the handshake of that game. Real quick. Oh, I already I, know. Oh, yeah? If you're Dirty Cal, you whisper into his ear, make sure you got a good lawyer. <laughs> How am I cleaner than you? <laughs> <laughs> Even better. Uh, see, I like yours better. I like yours better. Lynch for the win. And then just keep so, walking. Uh, <laughs> right. Um, you've got UC in North Carolina. Uh, who you got there? Part of me says you can't take Carolina to get to the final game again, right? I mean, it doesn't yeah. happen very often. But I don't like Cincinnati's offense enough to beat Carolina. I mean, I love Cincinnati's defense, and maybe they could play yeah. enough to, you know, keep Carolina under 80. Um, I mean, Cincinnati's not Virginia. They're like the poor man's Virginia with – you know, better fast twitch. Um, but that being said, uh, they've been an enigma to me. I like I haven't been able to figure out Cincinnati all year. So because of that, if I were a betting man, <clears throat> um, <clears throat> I'll uh, I would put. You know, if you said, "Hey, you have to put money on this game," I'd be like, "All right, I'll take Carolina." All right. And then, of course, that leaves Villanova and the Witches. And I will take the Witch in an upset, kind of. I still think Michigan State is uber-talented. And when when focused, they wouldn't lose to a team like Ohio State by 16. Uh, Unless, of course, there's an agent hanging around Miles Bridges' locker, and then there's weirdness, but that's for another show. Um, But in this case, I'm going to take... Michigan State to lock down Villanova's three-point shooting just enough to get to the championship game against your boys. And who do you have in that one? How long has it been since there's been a repeat? 2007. And you know, honestly, that was Florida. 
Yeah. That team actually brought a bunch of players back. I mean, Carolina, does, did they have enough? Did they bring enough back? And did they get the right draw? I mean, I got them to the championship game. It's just so hard to repeat. And is this, you know, Michigan State weathering the storm? You know, this is stream of conscious. Um, I love their freshman big man for Michigan State, Jackson. I love Bridges. I love the depth at guard that the witch has. Just you know, go ahead and take Michigan State so we can get them. Okay. I'll, I'll take the green. I'll take the green. Good and coach. Green coaches cover. 2009 final. Yes. I'll take them. Uh, I'm actually going to go the other way on the other side of the bracket. I'm going to take Villanova. Okay. I'm going to take mine. And wow. I'm going to take mine to get revenge. So there you go. <laughs> so a repeat of 16 with an alternate ending. Yeah. Okay. I'm I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that right. except that there's a repeat. <laughs> well, I cuz I need shirt. I, we got shirts. <laughs> yeah, no, no. We need the shirt. I mean, you're allowed to buy. You were allowed to buy after last year and you would right. be allowed to buy the repeat shirt for sure. Oh, did you know this? Right. Exactly. Like a yeah. shirt. Uh, the wife actually has the score shirt, the shirt with all the scores on it. She's got, so. Okay, so for all you listening out there, this has been an entertainment purposes only section of the Robin Mob Show. Um, none of these uh, opinions are backed by the executive producers of the show or any of our advertisers. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, for additional information, please contact our legal counsel at <laughs> no, um, these are all the you know the lead pipe locks sure to go wrong. Um, so it'll be an interesting, another interesting year. I mean, there'll be crazy games that we never saw coming, like every year, and then you know second weekend it'll be back to normal where you know normalcy. That seems to be the consensus. The first right. weekend is wild, and then everything tightens back up. And yep. by the time you get to San Antonio, what you'll have is four name brand schools. Occasionally, you get a situation where you have three name brand schools and George Mason. Or right, um, but but look what happened to George Mason, right? You had Larinaga there, and he parlays that into Miami gig. You got you got Shaka at uh, VCU getting to the dance, and then he parlays that into Texas. I mean, you could have an up and coming coach that nobody's really heard about, a kind of fringe, and then you know he does something crazy, and somebody gobbles him up. I mean, that's usually kind of how it goes. Didn't you have hair under that Nike cap? Anyway, um, <laughs> yes. So real quick, before we get to Easter, I wanted to ask you about the coaching carousel that's happened, right? Kevin Ollie gets fired at UConn for cause, apparently. So there's an investigation that started based into recruiting violations. So I think they're they're saying that Ollie was dirty, right? Like like Calhoun wasn't. Um, But they're getting rid of him because of a couple bad years. But we're only three or four years removed from – a national championship. The net. Right. So I just thought that was an interesting development. And then Mar, um, is it Mark Fox mm-hmm. at Georgia? At Georgia. At, and 
the rumor mill has quickly started that serious consideration has been given has been given to one Thad Mata. And I was wondering what you thought about Mata as a fit in the SEC. Can he recruit Atlanta? Because the whole point of him getting relieved of his duties by Gene Smith at Ohio State was that he couldn't recruit or his recruiting had tanked. Well, here's the thing. He's been Mata was linked a couple of weeks ago to the old Miss vacancy. Correct. They, they he was he was seen in Oxford. I if I were him Okay, in full disclosure, I have never as my full-time vocation actually done anything I've ever wanted to do my whole life. I did not play center field for the New York Yankees. I was not the point guard of the Los Angeles Lakers. I did not ever play for the Dallas Cowboys. So, and I'm not Batman. So those are the four things when I was a kid I really wanted to do. Uh, so, that, to me, it would have to be a, it's not about the money, because he's got that. Um, it would have to be about the right fit, and I don't know. And is he healthy enough to be able to avoid negative recruiting against him? Right. And that's the other thing. I I don't think so. I think that thing with his back and the nerve damage in his leg, uh, because of his back, I, I wouldn't want to do it. I, I think he's got and he's got daughters. Uh you wanna be you wanna be able to uh walk your daughter down the aisle. You want you wanna be able to do regular stuff with your kids and uh I I think that his wife is gonna have unlimited veto power on this. So um I and the this is gonna be a long way of saying that no, I don't think he's a good fit. Now to the Ollie thing, I think the problem at UConn, particularly with that team, is they're in the wrong league. Uh, because you remember when the Big East, as we knew it, as a basketball league, was breaking up, the rumor was that they were going to join the ACC. In fact, I even said we reported it. We reported that on our show. Um, and then something queered the deal, and they ended up in the American. And if you look at the teams in the American Athletic Conference, it's uh, teams from the Midwest, teams from the South. They're the team. They have the, the longest travel. Uh, so they have to spend the most money for league travel for both football and and, and basketball. Um, I, I think they need to, I beg to get back in the big East, at least for basketball, because then you can keep the kids that you can keep your kids there. And, and I think it's on, it's imperative for them to, to get out of that league. I think that they have a, they're in the wrong league problem. It'd be akin to um, San Diego State being in the Big 12, you know, or Ohio State being in the Pac-12. I think it's bad, bad. They're not in the geographic footprint, and I know that every league is chasing TV money, but um, it's a bad fit. So either join the Big East 
I would try and do this. I would try and join the ACC for football and the Big East for basketball. Yeah, there, there's there's that. That gets complicated, but um, you know, if I'm it, going yeah, back, but, if I if I'm if I'm Thad, I stick to my roots. Right? He, he came up, Butler, Xavier, Ohio State. You know, basically the Tri City area of. Uh, Indianapolis, Cincinnati, Columbus. I mean that you drive that triangle, and he 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 had ends um, with high school coaches. I mean, obviously he had he hit the jackpot with the Greg Oden, Mike Conley, Cook recruiting class, Othella Hunter. Um, but um, I think going out of your element. I mean, unless you have somebody who you're going to hire on your staff that has enough connections in the South to be able to recruit, um, I, I see you setting yourself up for failure. Whether or not you have the X's and O's and and you're you know a good coach, it's all about the players that you bring in. So um, anyway, I just thought that was an interesting development. Um, now to the religious. I don't think this is the- Okay, I ahead. don't think that's the end of his uh, his name being thrown around. Uh, I think his agent's putting his name out there, and if it's not this cycle, if the right if the right job that appeals to him pops up, I think he'll get back in. Now, I will say there's yeah. opportunity for some of these schools in the SEC. I mean, the SEC is getting better in basketball, but there's opportunity to, you know, get some success early. You know, I mean, if you Obviously, you're not going to be Kentucky, but um, I mean, Avery turned Alabama around pretty fast, and Show Cause is you know on his way to another Show Cause. So, um, how about how about this? As before we transition, how about Fad to Louisville? Wow, same area, different league. You know, a, a, a nice little golden parachute for him. But also, I mean, I don't know if you didn't like what what Paget did as a as an interim, but um, not that far away from, you know, the mafia man. Uh, leave it in. Um, you know, that not that far removed from the pedigree, and you know, you could continue to recruit in the same areas, and probably easier because it's Louisville. I'm just saying. Yeah, no, I like that. I like that a lot. Um, speaking of leave it in, um, it's Easter time coming up, and there's a a certain golfer who has an aversion to leaving it in. Um, <laughs> in <laughs> in the recent history of his yet to be finished memoirs. Um, there will be a section on um, glutes not activating. <laughs> but um, <laughs> he played in a tournament, and he being Tiger Woods, um, in Tampa, Valspar Championship, uh, had a couple of good days, and then got stuck in neutral on Sunday and looked like he was going to be come up a couple uh, shots short of 
his 80th victory and then did something that you know we all have been become accustomed to seeing which is drain a 40 footer on 17 to get within one and then had a chance to tie on 18 and left his putt short um which you know you never do but what did you think about Eldrick's performance in Tampa and do you think the subsequent changing in the odds of him winning the Masters, um, since we're sticking with Vegas throughout the show, um, <laughs> do you think they're justified? Yeah, because of the major championships. Um, it's the only one that's played at the same venue every year. And he's the reason that it got tricked out in the first place. So um, I think if anybody could, uh, without having won a major championship in nine years, go into someplace and win a major championship, it would be him and Augusta. So there's that. Uh, I think that, I think he's got a shot. Um, no, I, 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 I agree. I agree. I particularly I, like um, on the seventy-second hole. I said to I said to my wife, I said, if you're Joe Lacava, do you tackle him if he pulls the driver and he pulled the stinger, and he kind of he kind of uh, stuck the heel of the club a little, and he left himself a long approach shot. Now, what that's going to tell me is that he didn't trust the three D, the three iron or the three one. Uh, and he went two iron, but if that two iron is five feet to the left, he catches a little bit more of that down slope and probably gets another 30 yards, which puts him 150 going in on the last. And then who knows what happens? So, yeah. No, I, I agree. I mean, it's all about trusting and, you know, with this new swing, which we obviously know can work, and he's had no pain. The pain in his back has become a non-issue. Earlier in the tournament, he had a swing speed of 129.4 miles an hour, which is the fastest on tour this year. So it's not like he can't get it going anymore. Um, it's just going to be, you know, Swinging under pressure, swinging when with the new swing with adrenaline, you know, under the gun. But I saw signs this week of, you know, he's only played in a couple of tournaments and he's already put himself in the mix to win one. Um, even if he doesn't win Augusta, uh, I think we're going to see some pretty uh, tiger-like things from from Eldrick uh, before the season's end. I think it's going to be an interesting summer for him, uh, particularly if he continues pain-free. Uh, I think that gives him the best chance of having some success, uh, not just at majors, but across the board. I think he hasn't announced uh, his schedule really deep beyond next week. He's going to play uh, Arnold's tournament. Or the Arnold, I think they've changed it into the Arnold Palmer Classic or Invitational or some some such thing. I think he um, might play more than he normally does because he's going to try to make the, the Ryder Cup team as a playing I captain. Think he, I think he needs to play more. I think that's part of the problem. He can't expect to just roll out of bed 
and shoot, you know, 66 like he could, you know, 15 years ago. Um, we're talking about it's been 10 years since he won a major, dude. Yeah. <laughs> and, and he did that, admittedly, he did that on one leg. Uh, <laughs> and then it all went sideways. And, you know, right. as recently as 2012, he won five times. But, hell, that was six years ago. I think he's got a shot to have a good summer. He's going to put some good numbers up. He's going to have some bad days. Uh, I think when he looks at what he did this weekend, he's, he can't help but be encouraged. And uh, the TV numbers are good. Real good. Um, so I, I feel bad for the guy in the group ahead of him. Uh, the, the bogey the last with a chance to, to at least get into a playoff. Yeah. Uh, it's golf is fun again because you know he's in the mix. So agreed. It's uh, back to the front page for that for that particular game because he's involved. Agreed. All right, we're approaching two hours, so we're going to wrap this up. Um, we'll get back with you in a couple weeks. Uh, would that be final f- four weekend? Uh, yes, yeah, should be. Okay. Um, or we may, if we can sneak in a show for the Sweet 16, um, fantastic. Uh, we'll check with our um, producers of the show and see how that goes, um, especially with you know me throwing a kink in the works by you know leaving for a couple of days. So uh, we'll see how it goes, but we'll we'll come back with a recap of whatever's happened in the tournament that thus far uh, or up to that point. Um, other than that, you know, text me your, uh, your hunches, if not, uh, your wagers and I'll throw something down for you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> he's terribly he lit. He's Rob Abner. Uh, we will see you next time. Have a great one, folks. Be good.